Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Game of Thrones recap month, sort of. <laughs> We've got a month left. Yes. Um, season 8, episode 2, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, yes. I'm joined today, as always, with my ever-bearded co-host, Mr. Twitch. How are you? I am good. I am excited to be getting into Game of Thrones again. Yes. Another... We finally got it. Finally got it. And I'm still on the high a little bit, but I'm also like, damn it! Another six days Another before six days. we get any more Thrones. This week's going to be really tough for me, too, because I've got I, I, I've got the whole week off yeah. from, from work and really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got Endgame on Friday. Oh, yeah. We do got that going on, too. And then... Uh, it's 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 just gonna be a crazy yeah. It's gonna be a crazy weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday to sit down with you and record again. It's gonna be there's a lot that, that goes down. We've got the Battle for Winterfell next week and Avengers Endgame. Yeah, it's like two of the biggest things. The longest the longest episode of Game of Thrones ever. Yes. will be on and the and the longest movie I'll ever see is yeah. on Friday too. <laughs> Here's something interesting about those two things being going on the same exact weekend. Uh, this could be a litmus test to see how uh, how TV and film actually compare to each Ooh, other. Yeah. Like, when there's a quality TV show that is going on at the same time that a quality movie a is going movie. on. And, and, um, and the, I shouldn't and, say quality, big movie. And I mean the final uh, for each. Yeah. You know, you've got the final yeah. season and the final of stage, I don't know what they're yeah. in, phase four or whatever of... The MCU. I'm I, I'm not as into that as I am into Game of Thrones. Yeah. But did you ever get the numbers on how many people watched? I did last not. Week's episode? Uh, I wish I could connect. I knew it was internet. crazy high. Um, but I well, heard I heard different numbers. Somebody throw out 17 million, but I, I guarantee it's got to be higher than that because most TV shows do. Well, it's got to be higher than that because yeah. I think the premiere of season six or seven had like 14 million. Yeah. And I refuse to believe that only three million new fans have been turned yeah. on. To Game of Thrones since then, just because of all the hype that's been yeah. surrounding it. But anyway, uh, I want to jump right into it or wasting no time with these reviews. Uh, so so we're in episode two, and this one, I mean, you've only got one other episode to compare it to, but is by far my favorite. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe my, one of my favorite character episodes of the show. It is seriously good character episode. Um, we'll talk. Uh, do you want to talk about that part of it now or let's wait? let's do the let's wait. do the recap and so, then we'll, yeah. we'll discuss it more in depth yeah toward the toward the later half so yeah we got the we got the theme song that's been a little more updated yes uh, we, we're, we're seeing the white walker path something that i noticed uh that not that i noticed that i noticed on reddit that someone else noticed ah. is that um the theme songs like each location is also changing so when we see winterfell the uh, they're digging trenches, yep. and you can see the progress in the first one, and then they're finished in the second one. So like yeah. each one is truly di- like you can you can see a lot going on. Yeah. Um. So that was good, and then we start with uh, what did, what did we? Oh, we start with Jamie's trial. Jamie's trial, which was awesome. It was awesome. I didn't think it was gonna be like right, right there in there, yeah. like right at the opening. Uh, but Jamie's on trial essentially, like uh. Is is the queen uh, going to execute uh, the man that killed her father? Yes, is yeah. What's going on right yeah. now? Um, and uh, she has full capability of it of being able to do so because Jamie's not there because of Cersei. Like, right. Uh, there was no pact or anything. Yeah. So he's freely given himself to right. an opportunity and, to be and, killed. And other than the possibility of Bran. Uh, you really only have uh, you. You really only have Tyrion and maybe Brienne yeah. who would be upset in that moment yes. if Danny had ordered his execution. Yeah. Uh, but it it was cool to see Tyrion sort of step up for his brother in that moment, even though it kind of gets shut down. Uh, and then we see Brienne a big moment. Brienne gives gives a great moment for uh, us to see her just be honorable once yeah. again yeah. and uh, stand up. 
And the fact that Sansa listens to her um, and says, if you trust him, I guess I trust him. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, which shows is, a lot but of her trust in Brienne. Yeah. Um, and then Danny, <laughs> just, when, when Sansa speaks up, uh, she's say, like, girl, she's like, girl, <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't know this was up to you. <laughs> I didn't know this was up to you. It's funny. I kind of thought I was the queen or something like that. So she thought she had, uh, and Danny thought she had an ace in her pocket with her, her hubba hub hub yeah. right next to her. And dude's like, we need more men. We need more men. <laughs> one, one left-handed man is yeah. better than, z- than one less man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, right. So, um, so Danny is not that happy, obviously. with Which um, kind of makes me happy. Yeah. She's one of those people that when they're upset, I'm like, nice. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> I'm worried about what she might like rationally do, uh, you know, leading rationally up to, or irrationally, irrationally, excuse me, <laughs> irrationally do during such an important battle. Yeah. You know, well, if she like, let's, if she gets caught up in her feelings, you know, and is like, yeah, <laughs> well, I think it's coming. I think we're going to see some bad shit happen quick. Yes. Um, I love how the scene ends. Danny turns just, to John and Danny's like hoping to get something out of him. And John just is like pieces out, but he's, he's he like, walks out like, he's like, she asks grace to and do then he's, something. He's like, uh, uh, I left the cock pot on. Yeah. Just I gotta walks go. Away. Yeah. I gotta get, I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah. And we see him do that a few more times yes. in that, in that, uh, in that show. He is all about avoidance. Yeah. I, I also really loved, Brand's call back again when he looks at Jamie and it's like the things we do for love yes, during yes. that. And the look that Jamie gets is obviously a look that we saw in the next next up trailer you last know, week. That felt a little like I knew that line had to come back and I knew that Brand had to say that. But I I think I I'm kind of understand what they might have been doing with that line, but it felt like he uh some people might see that as him telling Jamie like be careful what you do. I'm going to blackmail you. But we know Brand doesn't do that. Like, right. He he does that to let people know he's telling the truth. And I also think he could be saying that to kind of um, motivate Jamie to let go some of that pride. Yeah. And just accept who he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And also, I mean, strictly from the show standpoint, I think it's also so just building Bran up again is yeah. like this omniscient creep. <laughs> and I love it. I absolutely, I wasn't so much on board with it in season seven. Yeah. I was okay with his robotic y kind of thing. Oh, I was against but it. 100%. Now that they've like embraced it and just made him the certified yeah. weirdo. I adore Bran. That's, I think, and, I think he's one of the strongest characters yeah. in this season just because of how much they've embraced him being like, this psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I'm not brand anymore. It's like, yeah. okay. All right, dude. Every time he's on the screen, I, I'm like giggling, like yeah. r- really excited for him. Cause you know, something creepy's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But like also something amazing. Yeah. It's true. That uh, just reactions from characters and everything yeah. like that. And uh, later on the episode, we see, uh, a lot of respect warranted toward brand. Like yeah. they threw some respect on his name, you know, they like, did. like, he uh, he's being called on for uh, advice and whatnot. He's yeah. kind of like a maester of all maesters now. It's very true. Very where very like true. everyone's just like Bran. What what's this? What's this? What's this? You know. And so anyway, yeah. um, that that's that's a really good way to open yeah. that episode. Um. So then, uh, Danny's not happy with how Tyrion's doing. Uh, he keeps making mistakes. What she thinks is mistakes. Right. I don't yes. think he's making all mistakes. I, I think, think he's, he's just being a human, making good moves. Yes. Yeah. Um, then, uh, Arya checks on her, uh, Gendry's progress on the weapon. This felt a little bit weird. It's opposite. It, it's not that same high school sure. romantic comedy feel in this one. The music comes in dark and forbidding. And I'm like thinking like, what's she going to fucking do? Is she going to stab him in the neck? No, it's because both of them are going to die next yeah. week. It's, yeah. It's, I because think that that's... it's because every character that we spend more than three seconds with in this episode is toast. Absolutely toast. Yeah. No, but I, I, I think that, I think that, uh, that scene is really badass. also, and, and uh, this is kind of a, 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 
foreshadowing what what is to come, but it's yeah. loaded with sexual tension. Oh, totally. Just low. Like yeah. you can you can see the two. Like when she, when she's first staring at him. And like the steam is going all through uh-huh, his muscly uh-huh. body, and she's like giving him that look, like the come hither eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just know that she's on board with it now. Yeah. She's embracing her her more feminine side yeah. and being like, all right, I can see it. <laughs> and then again, when uh, she's like impreferably sharper than this axe, and he like rips it out of her hand, and smacks it down. And she's yeah. like, damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I totally agree. As 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 different as it was, but uh, coming into it, it was just a little odd. But the the little moments between their glances definitely was pretty cool. Music did it played a big role in this episode. It, it plays a big role in every episode, yep. but, but um, it was big in this one. Up next, Jamie goes out to the uh, 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 Werewoods, and he uh, goes out there to uh, say sorry for pushing you out the window. And Bran is typical uh, weirdo. Weirdo creeps uh, Jamie out um, by saying, "Like, uh, first off, saying what's to forgive? Essentially, I'm this now because of you, right? Uh, and, and, you're, and you're this you're now this because, because of because what of happened. What happened? Um, but then the ultimate creep out was, uh, uh, what about afterwards? And Bran's, you still, uh, you think there's an afterwards? What do you think about that? <laughs> I I think that if the like, show could be deceiving us, sure, very much so. But um, you've heard all these characters in this episode, especially many previous seasons, and even just you know episode one too. But this episode very heavy on. You hear almost every character say, "We're gonna die." Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And those all hold their own respective weights in them. Yes. When when John says it, it's a little more foreboding, when Arya says that it, it's a little more, uh, it's it's excusing her action of sleeping with Gendry, and yeah. you have all of these. Not that she needs excuses, but whatever. Um, everyone says it in their own different fashion, and it each creates a different emotional response from us. But when Bran says his cryptic how do you know there is an afterward i don't know there's something to that yeah you know it's just it's it's tough to for well, me like, to think he's he's just known for saying weird things yeah but they all make sense yeah you know what i mean uh, yeah. to the viewer because we know what what uh what what uh Jamie said before pushing him out the window. Yeah. And we know all the other times that he's made weird, like with Littlefinger mm-hmm. um, when he was like chaos is a ladder in season seven. Yeah. Uh, but this time we don't know what the outcome is. So, yeah. you know, it could go any way, but just hearing someone like Bran, the chosen one, yeah. the, the guy who can see the past president sort of future ish, say something that dark is interesting. I, there's something that has to come afterwards, obviously. Yeah. It's just, I don't know how much of Bran is telling the truth. Is it pretty much everybody? Because I don't know if you saw it, and sorry, guys, if this is something uh, that you didn't want to hear, but one of the uh, trailers, uh, the pre-trailers for uh, this last season was uh, Inside Winterfell after the war, essentially. Sure. And it's completely emptied out. Yeah. And and you see all the little trinkets that yeah. everyone you see like Arya's needle. Yep. Uh and you see, you know, John's uh sword and you yeah. see uh Long Claw and you see all the other um you Relics. see Danny's, yeah, like all of those kind of yeah. scattered through. Um and then you see the Night King like walking into Winterfell. I think that's great, but I think that's also just a misleading thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that was one of those trailers that was done post. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I think the Crips, the the first initial teaser, where yeah. you have Arya, John, and Sansa down in the Crips. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was filmed way after they stopped filming season yeah. eight, when they were like, all right, let's get everyone back for some advertising stuff. Um, and, and when you're doing that, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I think you have it's free true. reign for that. So I'm not sure how much you can glean from the trailers, you know, um, looking back, they're infamous for not giving us information during those things. Very much so. So, Uh, but anyway, we'll get into theory craft at the end. So, um, so Jimmy, uh, Jamie and Tyrion, uh, finally get a brotherly moment, which is so um, great, which is great. And this is the first time, uh, that they've met up since, uh, King's landing where their relationship was still on edge because, 
he killed uh Tyrion killed dad yeah um yeah. and now uh it seems like it's back in the old days when Jamie and Tyrion were pounding. Chumming around. it up, yeah. Um, and uh, one thing I wanted to point out, uh, two things actually. Um, I, I love the way that Tyrion delivered uh, a line when they're up at the top of the wall. Keep going. Um, and he says, we're going to die at Winterfell. And immediately the image of Eeyore popped in my head. <laughs> sad episode isn't it i was like ah ah depressing totally makes sense um and then right after that uh Tyrion goes into kind of a heartfelt moment or uh um, uh, a moment that he wants to uh uh if he gets taken by the whites he wants to go down and tear cersei apart but Jamie Jamie's already to looking, looking at outside. Brienne. He's looking at Brienne, but when he first started to look out, the look on his face kind of seemed like more of a surprise to see somebody out there. I was like, is Bronn here? I thought it was yeah, Bronn. I thought Bronn. I was like, holy sh... Because you, you just see... Uh, you, you, we saw Theon. Have we seen Theon yet? In yeah. The, in uh, that no, point? we haven't. But, well, regardless. But yeah. Characters are just teleporting back and forth, so it wouldn't have surprised me that much. But I'm like, yeah. damn, they're not wasting any time. No, they're not. No, not at all. Um, Then we get to see uh, Podrick, the Pleasure Master... Um, now can fight like a boss. Jack of all trades. No, he's an ace of all trades. He's ace of all <laughs> trades. Do you, uh, I think I asked you this a little while ago, but do you think we'll ever find out what he did to those girls? I don't know. I think that's still going to be a mystery. That'll just be forever a mystery. Um, I will be pissed off if we never hear, I brought a jackass and a honeycomb into a brothel. <laughs> if we don't hear the punchline of that joke, I'm going to be so pissed. You know we're not. I, oh, you damn you. Damn you, George R. R. <laughs> Maybe uh, in the books. Maybe in the books. Maybe in the books. Um, but him and uh, Jamie and Brienne uh, meet up out in the fields. Uh, and I thought it was cool. Just I think it seemed like uh, another romantic comedy thing where uh, the girl thinks that the boy is just being mean to her. Yeah. All to the be time. mean to yeah. her. And actually it's because they have feelings for her. Yeah. Um, it just was another sweet moment. Uh, I like it when Game of Thrones throws in uh, uh, other genre styles into it. They've done it with horror, obviously, a lot with the White Walkers. And I'm sure that we're going to see a lot of that next, next episode, Sunday yeah. um, uh, for the Battle for Winterfell. But it was a nice little nod to like romantic comedy moments. Yeah, and stuff. totally. And, and they've been infamous for even those kinds of moments. Yeah. Although... Uh, they've been a little more explicit, dare I say, in the last yes. few seasons. Yeah. Whereas in this one, you kind of have a sped up one with Arya and Gendry between episode one and episode two. Yeah. And now we have this nice moment between um, between Jamie and Brienne. And even in episode one, you've got a nice sweet moment between Sansa and Tyrion where you could almost kind of see the building blocks of what could be in the future episodes yeah. of the relationship if they don't all bite the dust. Yeah. Um, which you you brought up a good point. Um. Uh, let's see if I want to talk about it here. Um, no, I'll go ahead and talk about it here. Um, we see, it's interesting. We see certain characters, uh, talk about future plans or yes. make, uh, still hope for a There's future and stuff definitely like that. something to that. Um, and you know, uh, it feels kind of like that with, uh, Brianne and, Jamie and also you throw Tormund in the mix as well. Yeah, um, they all see a relationship somewhere, and, and, and that's and, a future right, thought. and somewhere post this battle, yes. this war that they still have to fight. Yeah, uh, and we'll 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 yeah, we'll, let's talk about the other characters when we get to them. Yep. But um, that that's that, that seems like a recurring theme in this episode. Yeah, is- uh, Jorah, Jorah uses uh, his experience with Danny um, by you know betraying her but then being forgiven by her yeah to try and help Tyrion out uh because dude's not he's not doing so well (laughs) between season seven and now he's just been one misstep after another it seems um it he does make missteps but i think he also does make some great he's still he's still one of the smartest Um, if not the in the 
in Westeros. Um, Marine, uh, Marine probably wouldn't have been Marine. Yeah, without, without him. him. Yeah. Um, I know that the other uh, other uh, kingdoms uh, that Daenerys was conquering, they uh, went to shit and stuff like that. But they also I mean, knew that Danny was not with them, so they thought they had free reign. Right. To take and over and I mean, you think again. of you think of season seven, some of the decisions that Tyrion made, where it's like. He advised her not to just fly over to King's Landing, and, yeah. and and sure, you know, Danny's not turning out all that great anyway. But I, I think her, uh, I think the vote for her would be a little less popular yeah. had she have gone and leveled King's Landing. Yeah, and then you see the decisions that Daenerys makes without consent of Tyrion. And the biggest one, obviously, being when she flies north of the wall and loses a fucking dragon. Yes. It's yep. like, th- these are the moments that she could really use some wise counseling in, and it seems like those are the moments where she pays the most because she doesn't listen to Tyrion. Yeah. And sure, I mean, she gets armies killed and ships blown up by Tyrion, but it's like, I think everyone's been saying it in, in the last few seasons, like, what war was won without bloodshed? Yep. You know, Danny wasn't going to show up in King's Landing and not lose a single man. And, you know, same thing with coming up north to King's mm-hmm. Landing. They're not just going to sweep the Night King, you know. The the odds are stacked way against them. Oh, but, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I think, I think think Tyrion got a lot more more flack than he was deserving. Yes. Um, and it's it's funny, uh, Jorah's words uh, were uh, he uh, owns his mistakes and he learns from them. Um the one thing Danny doesn't do is own her mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, she's the queen. She's the queen, and she thinks everything that she does is just, just and right. And right. And yeah. And um, in her eyes—that's the world she lives in. Yeah. Like she didn't even seem sorry for killing Samuel's father and brother. No, and, and the way she owned it was very much like I gave him an opportunity to live, and he yes. refused. So obviously, I had to burn him alive yeah, yeah, yeah. with his son um whereas Tyrion, he's owning it understanding that like it was a mistake yeah whereas she's like owning it because she thought it was right um yeah. so danny danny ooh, danny danny i'm really not liking you all right let's uh, pick these up here yeah so sansa and danny almost hit it off uh danny uh decides that her her focus is more on the throne yes. than doing what yeah. is right for everybody. Yeah, and even I think you know I think there's somewhat of a parallel, maybe not so much. Maybe it's, I'm reaching for this one, but in season seven when you have John who refuses to bend the knee to Cersei, even though he could have easily just said yes. Yep. Now come north with us, uh, even though we saw how that plan would have turned out regardless, but. You have this moment between these two characters where they're so close to finding this mutual understanding before something so devastating was yeah. going to happen. And Danny can't put her pride away for two seconds. No, she can't. Just to form an alliance with her lover's brother. Yeah. Or so we think her lover's brother. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, just, I think that shows something about her character a lot. And where know? her true loyalty is. Right, um, right. And you think of of where John was coming from in, in season seven was a place of honor and pride. Yeah, and that was a that was the probably the right thing for him to do in that situation. Whereas Daenerys is more like a it's more proud than pride. Yeah, you know, on of a of a throne that's not even hers yet. That's right. And everyone's that's right. and everyone's talking, and she's at least talking that it's hers. And yeah, you know. But anyway, um, Theon returns. Uh, great moment. Great moment for Sansa. Um. I, I know people are like, fuck Theon. Um, I'm sort of like, fuck Theon. I am but too, but in this moment with Sansa, I'm totally on Theon's side. And the later one too. Yeah. And, and I'm excited to see him in next episode as yeah, well. Yeah, um, and I just want to... Beca- the reason why Sansa is so okay with Theon is because she uh, he, Theon is the only one that can understand the horrors that she went through. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah So exactly. it's a bonding thing for totally. them. Totally. I, I, um, I hope that bond increases. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to next episode with him and the bow. Yes. In the books, he's billed as like the best bow and arrow guy in yeah. Iron Islands and maybe even in most of Westeros. And then it's like in the show, he saves Bran's life and that's it. Well, he, he shot all those guys in the last episode. That's true, but that was kind of off screen. They yeah, just all fell true, down. And, and everyone coming in had bows too. So yeah. it's like maybe they all had to do with it. So I'm stoked to see him, you know, Cass uh, Everdeen style. So Davos and Gilly bring up the crypts uh, as being the safest place for people. Maybe nope. not so much. Nope. If they go that way. I'm 
guaranteeing that they're gonna go that way. You almost. think so? I am like, I know I just used guaranteed, but I'm like ninety nine percent sure we're gonna see some that we gotta of... see something uh, go on in the crypts. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not as safe as we seem. If you're going with horror tropes and stuff. Anytime somebody pl- says this is the safest place it's, you can it can't be. be, it's the worst place you can yeah, be. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And you think of like scenes from the trailer where you have uh, a varies looking like worried down in the crypts. Yeah. It's like, is that the moment where like Ned Stark's like, yeah, the- I think this, uh, we'll get, we'll get into the theory time stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, Ed and the boys are back, uh, get back from last hearth. Great. Reunion. Um, and, uh, yeah. Tormund is just worried about Brienne. Um, is the big woman still here? Great so uh, John and everybody goes over the plans uh, for the battle with the Night King because they're coming before morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great moment, I think. Uh, again, I mentioned it just a little bit ago, uh, so we'll make it quick here. But I, I like that they're leaning on Bran for some advice. of, uh, And I love Samwell's speech about what death is and being like, yeah, I'd kill you first too. Like, yeah. It makes sense. Although I'm starting to get worried that Bran's going to sacrifice himself and that like he's going to die. Uh yeah, maybe, but um, I really don't want I him to die. I think that this is actually a deception by the Night King. Ooh, we'll get Let's into talk that. about that. Yep. Yeah. Um uh Grey Worm makes plans with Miss Sande to go to the uh to go not. to North. Uh not going to happen. Not going to happen. They're not going to make that journey across no. the sea. At least not both of them. Um, we get to see Ghost again. Yep. Uh, they spent a little bit of CGI money. Just enough. Just to bring him into the picture. Just enough. Yeah. Uh, but that meant no no other CGI. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, but next episode is going to be so expensive. They're saving up, yeah. Um, but we get a reunion of the Night's Watch. Um, back, now my watch begins. Uh, back yeah, for their, the uh, Night's Watch for the long nights, uh, as was always promised in their oath. And we finally yeah. get to see it take place. Um, uh, I love the, uh, uh, how, uh, Samwell is like, well, fuck you too. Like, yeah, I, I've been a badass. He knows how to dish it out too now. (laughs) And he's getting much better at that. I think, uh, you could even argue he's a little bit more badass than Ed. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. Like I love Ed. No, don't get me wrong. I think he's probably one of my favorite night's watch members. Maybe one of my more favorite characters in the show, but. But Samwell stepping into his own. Yeah, he's a man now. He's Manuel Tarly, very much, again, uh, very much so. Uh, so da- Jamie and Tyrion are uh, together inside the uh, Winterfell in front of the fire. They make a great joke about their dad. I wish uh, Tyrion uh, says, "I wish Dad could see us here." Yeah, in Winterfell, yep. about to, awesome. are going to die for Winterfell. <laughs> That's so great. Um, but then uh, the party shows up. Uh, yeah. We got Brienne, we got Davos, we got Tormund, and we got Podrick um, all having uh, a nice drink before the battle. Yes, yes. Um, this scene totally feels like a wake. Oh, totally. Totally feels like they're mourning over somebody, but they're reminiscing about these go- good old days yeah. and singing yeah. songs and drinking. Yeah, and talking about battles of past. And, yes. and then obviously we have this moment where... Brienne gets knighted a little bit later yep. in that scene uh, after we cut away to some uh, to some some action. For yes, our, for for our uh, for we our get faceless woman. Yes, um, Arya meets up with uh, no, that's not quite yet. Um, Arya meets up with the hounds. Um, oh, of course, yeah. Uh, great and, moment. Uh, they have a really cute moment. Better than the moment that they had in the last in the episode. Last episode. Um, uh, but Arya just wants to know why is the Hound here. Yeah, she's always known him as this mean bastard, essentially. Um, and uh, basically, she finds out the reason why he's there is because of her. Yeah, um, yeah. She was he. She was really the first person that he truly protected day and night and care for, like and cared, cared for. for. Um, we we have a we have what could have been between uh, he and Sansa yes uh, in in earlier seasons during the attempted siege on King's Landing which I don't know how that would have turned out I feel like Sansa and the Hound wouldn't have survived together no, no. Uh, as much as or as well at least as yeah. Zarya and the Hound did but I, I did love that moment yeah um, and then you have Beric coming in to ruin everything like he always does yeah. <laughs> 
sorry, dips, sorry, it dips out there. Um, then we get to uh, uh, some naughty time. Yes. Uh, so Arya goes to or is practicing her archery uh, ness, and then Gendry brings in and shows her a weapon. Yes, that's if you know right. what I mean. Yeah, that's right. You know, a staff that's got dragon glass on it. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, you dirty bastards out there. <laughs> I do love that he finally told someone other than who was there that day and maybe Jon Snow as well Yeah, um, that he is a, uh, a bastard Baratheon. Uh, and you see a genuine reaction from uh, from Arya there. Yeah. And then you think back to, uh, to my man Bobby B back in season one that's like, you have a daughter, I have a son, we'll join our houses. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. We join in houses, except they're both going to die next week. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of a shame. Um, Speed run. Yeah. Uh, Brienne gets knighted. We already talked about that. Great moment. Um, I'd I like cried. to point out the wi- the wildlings are liberal hillbillies. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Tormund's like fuck tradition. Fuck Women tradition. can do whatever they want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Sam gives Jorah uh, heartsbane. Um, Pod Great serenades the party. Awesome song. Um, and uh, want to point out Tyrion just wants to keep the party going because he knows as soon as it's over. Then it's death over. Is, death is imminent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Missandei kisses Grey Worm for the last time. That's a, that's a goodbye kiss. I for guarantee sure. that's what it is. That's a farewell kiss. Um, then the final big thing: uh, John has impeccable timing uh, with telling the truth yet again. Yes, he sure does. Uh, he's told Daenerys that he is actually. Uh, the last uh, male Targaryen, and you see, you see a parallel between he and her realization, between his and hers. Uh, yeah, where you know you have like the the steps of denial, where he yeah. denies it, and then he like slowly goes to anger, and then he accepts it, and you kind of have the same thing with Daenerys, except she stops at anger. Yes, and then John is quite literally saved by the bell. <laughs> he, <is laughs> quite, he he was about to feel the wrath of the dragon. Yes, right? but then. But then the horn blows, and and unfortunately we know that that means the episode is ending. Yes. Uh, um, with uh, last shot on the White Walkers uh, coming up to uh, the end. Yes. And something is amiss. And what and could that be? That's going to be in our spoiler zone. Yes. So if you don't want to have uh, potential spoilers... Uh, avoid this section. Wait until the rest of the episodes. Yeah, come and out, also if and you just came here, yeah, if you just came here just to get the recap of the episode, then that's that's it for that's us. It. We've, we've recapped the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, but for those of you who want to stick out for some, you know, ten to twenty minute chat here where we talk about some theories and yes. whatnot. Uh, and real quick toward the end, I want to do our death pool because I think it's the last time we're going to be able to do that. Yep. Before we actually. Uh, before we get into the thick of it, <laughs> as it were, as it is. So you have a theory written down. Wrote, yes. So let's uh, let's let's hear it. So uh, I think uh, somebody was missing at the end of the episode. Mm. We did not see the Night King. No, we sure did. He was not here, and this goes back to uh, the um, conversation uh, in the war room, uh, preparing for battle. Um, how it's all about protecting Bran now. Um, I think that the Night King is not going to be at Winterfell. Sure. I think he's headed somewhere else. Yeah. Most likely down to King's Landing area. Do you think he's bringing just the dragon? That's uh, all he needs. So. Yeah. That dragon is fast as fuck yeah. since he brought it back. You kidding me? That, se- that scene in the end of season season seven, yep. he's hauling ass. He That's the only person I could believe could get... As far north <laughs> to as far south in like zero amount of time because he's like cruising, man. Yes. He's hauling ass. Uh, he's ready to go. Um, so yeah, he's the only time warp that we could that I could feasibly, feasibly be like, see. yes, I'm all right with that. Um, Everyone else, fuck you. I do think it's good that we do understand a little bit more of the uh, Night King's motives, but I think that it's it's more than just that. Yeah. Whereas plan is a little bit more. Uh, uh, different. Um, so, do you think he's purposefully messing with Bran, or do you think Bran's behind it? I don't think Bran's behind it. You don't I think really? Bran, you don't, don't think, think Bran's that, in cahoots with? I don't think that that's a good theory. Um, I think it just it could. I'm not saying I do. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, you know, um, it could happen, and I guess that's one way that they could take the story. But me personally, I just wouldn't be fulfilled if that's sure, the case. Yeah. 
um, because they've put so much emphasis on Bram being yeah. chosen. Yeah. Even the Three-Eyed Raven, who was actively working against the Night King. We yeah. did see that. Yeah. Um, so um, that's I, I like that. That's something that I hadn't thought of. Yeah. Because it's like, why wouldn't that be the end of the episode? Like, you have the speedy-ass dragon swoop in and, like, open its mouth and roar. Like, you see just a little shot yeah. of fire and then the episode ends. Like, I think that would have been enough to be like, oh, shit, they're fucked. Yeah. But you're right. The the absence of the Night King on the dragon is, is very noticed. Yeah. So, and the other reason why I think that is because the battle would be too predictable. Um, yeah. They've had time to plan. They've had time to prepare. Yeah. So it feels like that their plans are going to go to shit somehow. Because they're going to um, be like, where's, <laughs> where's the yeah. Night King? Uh, yeah, we're fighting 100,000 so, dead people. But. Which could also include some backstabbing in the, or potentially unintentional backstabbing. Yeah. Semi unintentional. Because uh, I think there could very well be a moment where Danny uh, considers uh, rescuing John or saving John. Yeah. In a situation where she sees him in perilous danger. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think? So, I, I, I like that. I, I really don't know what to expect going into this next yep. episode. And I love that. I love that they, we're so close to the end now. You know, we're, we're four weeks away. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Uh, but, we're four weeks away from the end, and, and you have just about as much of an idea of how it ends as I do. Yes. There, which, are, there are so many options that they yeah. could take, and that's brilliant. Yes. And it, it's episodes like this one that make it hard for you. Like, the expectations that you previously had on how the characters are chosen to die and stuff like that, this kind of puts a halt on everything. Yeah. Because in this episode, we've seen so many characters have goodbye moments or mournful moments that we've seen in previous seasons mark their fate mark their fate there's certain characters that we can be more sure than not are going to die but there's other characters that you're just like i thought that was a key character that they wouldn't kill but looks like they could be on choppy back as well i think jorah's done uh and i put down jorah as the first to die in the Mm. uh in the thing and i'm starting to think that that might be correct I put Jorah down initially, just sort of by default. Yeah, um, I, I think I think Jorah's past his time to to die saving Danny or doing something for Danny. Uh, so I put down that he was going to die first. And actually, while you're scrolling through yours, why don't I just go through my uh, yeah do my that. death list? So Twitch and I uh, did like a NCAA draft pick, but for character deaths in the show. Uh, so we'll start with. Um, Actually, I'll just go down the line here and say who I've got living and dying. Uh, so right off the bat, we've got Jon Snow. I've got him living. I've got Danny dying. Tyrion living. Arya dying. Cersei dying. Sansa living. Bran living. Varys living. Jamie living. Theon dying. Yara living, though. Euron dying. Sam lives. Gilly dies, because I thought that would be pretty heartbreaking. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I need Sam to live because I'm really holding on to that. Yeah, that, that the he's writing that he this, is writing this. Show. this. Uh, I have Brianna fucking Toth living, uh, Davos dying, Kyburn dying, Grey Worm dying, Masande living, but uh, we've got Grey Worm dying, um, Jorah dying, obviously, The Hound lives, Bronn dies, uh, Melisandre dies, because Tor- she said she has to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of like a given. That's like a freebie. Yep. <laughs> uh, and varies too. Uh, Tormund living, Beric living, Gendry living, Mira living. I don't know why they even included yeah. her. I'm not sure if they'll bring her back. I don't back. think she's going to be back at I all. I get why she should come back, but yeah. I don't think they'll bring her back. It's too late now. Yeah. She should have showed up in this episode if she was going to, Okay. in my opinion. And I've got the Night King dying. Uh, first character to die, I have Jorah. Last character to die, I have Danny. Okay. I think that'd be a pretty impactful final yeah. death. Either her or Cersei. Uh, and then I have who wins the Iron Throw, Jon Snow. What do you got? All right. So uh, going through the same way, uh, Jon Snow dies. Or sorry, Jon Snow dies. Jon Snow lives. Daenerys dies. Tyrion lives. Arya dies. Cersei dies. Uh, Sansa lives. Uh, Bran lives. Uh, Varys dies. Jaime Lannister dies. Theon Greyjoy dies. Yura Greyjoy lives. Euron dies. 
Samwell lives. Gilly lives. Brienne lives. Uh, Davos. Davos lives. Uh, Kyburn dies. Grey Worm dies. Masande lives. Jorah Mormont dies. The Hound lives. Bronn dies. Uh, Melisandre dies. Tormund dies. Beric dies. Gendry lives. Miri dies. Because whatever, because it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to assume because she's not here, she's dead. She's dead, yeah. Um, And then Night King lives. Ooh. Yeah. And then who you got dying first? I think maybe I missed, I actually meant to put dies and I put lives for some odd reason. For, On, for uh, the Night for King. For the Night King? Yeah. I, was I think gonna, that was a miss. I was going to make you explain Yeah, that, I, I don't think I did. I'll give you the points uh, if he dies. Grey Worm will die first. Oh, shit. Um, Daenerys will die last. Oh. And Jon Snow wins. Ours are, like, identical. Except for who dies except, first. Except for who dies first. And we've got a few other, like, you have uh, Tormund and Beric dying. Yeah. And have got them living. Just because we can't, we can't fucking have everyone die. Yep. Unless they go by the ending that, that they lose. But we were talking about it yesterday. And I think that the fact that there's three more episodes after next week seals the fate that they do win. Yeah. Because if the Night King, even if he goes south, mm-hmm. so the, I mean, the Night King goes south and obliterates Cersei. Let's yeah. just assume, and maybe we don't see that until episode uh, f- uh, four, or like halfway through episode three. I don't know how much Cersei's going to be involved in next episode. Yeah, she wasn't um, here at all. Right, and she wasn't in. in uh oh, we got we got a malfunction. He fixed it like a champion. You're not even going to notice anything happened. Maybe. <laughs> but like if 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 the White Walkers just clobbered Winterfell, what would uh, happen for three episodes? What the hell would they do? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're going to win next I week. I know. It seems like they will, but we don't know fully. But again, that's the beauty is that, yeah. you know, we don't know what they're going to do for three episodes, but yep. if, if they kill everyone... Then there's still three episodes left. Yeah, and that would blow my goddamn mind if like if, if like John died, Arya died, everyone just fucking died, and like maybe Danny pieces out. Yeah, on her dragon or whatever. Uh-huh. And like you got the the Night King j- pro javelin throw or whatever. He's in King's Landing or wherever he is, but like just misses him. So she goes to Yara on like the Iron Island. Yeah. But it's like, what the hell would they do? I don't know. She died. But anyway, I've got a few things that I wanted to touch on before we get out of here. Did you have anything else that you wanted? That was it. Um, So I talked about how I think Jorah's gone. And uh, I kind of just decided that he was going to die first during the picking. Yeah. But last week, I was like, oh, he could totally die first in in this episode watching it because he's he just has so many farewell moments with he people does that really, it's like yes he, he his farewell moments stand out more like almost more than i'd say gray worm and and miss Sunday's goodbye moments because it's like i think he's toast yeah i think he's toast um i like the shireen mirror mi- mirror that yeah. they had with the little girl yeah. and they even were playing the song that shireen used to sing oh nice during in like the background during that moment uh, and and my my only other thing that I'd like to share before just a few insiders uh, for, throughout the week is I wish they had shown more of Tyrion and Bran's conversation. Yes, I, me too. I, I me need too. more Bran. Yeah, I need more Bran. Not like creepily telling people what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I want to know more about like what's going on there. Like I think there's enough there if they win that they could do a Bran spinoff. Like I'd love to see more three-eyed raven shit yeah i get that this is a grounded in reality fantasy show and right now it's it's as high fantasy as we'll get you got the dragons and the white walkers Uh and all this magic shit but i would just that's one thing that i am fascinated by is like brand's ability to do what he can do and i just wish they would capitalize off that because i'm not the only one who's as interested in brand as as i am I'm not nearly as interested. Sure, as and and that's totally fine. But would you, wouldn't you admit that we could use a little more lore with Bran? Yes, we could use a little bit more information on Three Eyed Raven. And like, I think that especially a conversation in this episode, with Tyrion Lannister is a perfect yes. time to do that. Well, especially in this episode because Bran directly makes a remark about the Night King's motives. Yeah, 
as he's he been doing this. Night. He's and he's been before. chasing. Yeah. He's been chasing over many other three eyed ravens. Yeah. Many. We've only seen one other one besides right. you. So how many? How many? How how long has like this the guy Avatar. been around? It's like the Avatar. Because he said he was he's been around for a thousand years. The original three eyed yeah. raven. So it's so like, what the fuck? Like yeah, do we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think there's a lot to that. Yep. You know, or is or is the three eyed raven like an Avatar where he could say he's been around for a thousand years, but has he really only been around for eighty? And he's, yeah, he's passed but he's it just on. like the reincarnate. Yes. Of. And is that why Bran's so fucking weird now? Yeah. Because he's got all these past lives living through. Him. Yeah. So I just I feel like and I feel like a conversation with Tyrion Lannister of all people, the 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 nerd that he is. Yes. And and how he's been the only one who's been like, all right, Bran, tell me what's the deal. You know, we got to talk. Yeah. I got to know what's going on. Why not? Why waste that oh. on a cutaway? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was so that was my least favorite part. Of that I would episode, agree with you. I was hoping I was like, that there was going to the be more. Fuck! Do these people think they're doing? Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Yep. It, it was not enough for me to rate this episode anything less than a nine out of ten. Yeah. Because I I thought that this episode was one of the I I had already told you today one of the better one of the best character yes. driven episodes very much um, so. of the entire show. So. Um, I'll just I'll just rattle these uh, three things down real quick, and then we'll get you guys out of here. Um, the Game of Thrones memes this week have been legendary. <laughs> so if you haven't been looking at them, I have not. Go on Twitter or Reddit or something, and just scroll through a few of them because they're just legendary. And I can't wait to see some more of the ones uh, this week. There's like, I think it's an old Monty Python sketch where a guy is pushing an old woman off of a cliff, uh-huh. and she's in a wheelchair. And it says next week on Game of Thrones, Jamie and Bran talking, and it. <laughs> it's, 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 he just he dumps the girl in the wheelchair off the cliff, and the, like the internet, I got a hats off to you yeah. guys because they've just been amazing. Um, last year, I am not proud to admit this, okay, but I was a little desperate and bummed that we had to wait another year for Game of Thrones. And this guy, this YouTube channel that I will not name, uh, that I thoroughly did not enjoy, released eight videos that were, or uh, excuse me, six videos that were all leaked scripts oh, of no. this season. And I was a little curious, and it was like 7 a.m., so I clicked on a few of them, and I just kind of scrubbed through. Uh-huh. And I had kind of forgotten a lot of it, but there are a few details that I've remembered that like really stood out to me yeah and after last week i was like oh i wonder if those videos are still up because i really didn't remember how much continuity stuck with them yeah and so i went back and watched the video and there's like nothing that lines up so we can take a sigh of relief that 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 those leaks leaks were were faked yeah uh it was it was just for him to generate hype but oh I, I caved in a moment of weakness, oh, and I, man. I I watched those things, and it could have very well like if I had gone back and found out that those were true, I don't know what I would have done. Oh, yeah, that would have been terrible. And who knows if there's some truth to it? And I don't want to say anything because uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. Mm-hmm. But there's one scene in particular that I remember hearing from the third episode leak. Yeah, that could happen still. Okay, and it would be a bummer if it did because it's not good okay and i'm saying that and if i say it's not good it's probably really not good because i'm easy to please <laughs> no, oh it's not good as in like bad film it's bad it would be it would be a shame like the, oh the internet would be up in arms if it actually happened and yeah. it could just because of some things that were said in this last episode so you'll have to often remind you to yes tell me remind you yeah read. yeah yeah for episode three. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we'll talk about that next week. And then the only other cool thing is during an insider episode of episode one, uh, it showed that George Lucas actually came on set uh, of the first episode. Oh, and interesting. Helped, and helped direct the first episode. And you can find that on YouTube. So if you go to like Game of Thrones' YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a, I forget what it's called, but it's like an inside, it's like a 30 minute video about the inside of episode one. And they just released theirs about episode two. Um, but the episode one had George Lucas was in the area and he came on set during uh, one of the scenes and helped shoot it. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Isn't that something else? That is. That was pretty that cool. That is pretty good. So, so there you go. Uh, we'll see you next week for the Battle of Winterfell. Yes. So follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash know nothing nerds or search us on Facebook at uh, for know nothing nerds. You can find us at Twitter at KN nerds and you could snail mail us Gmail way. Yes. Uh, know nothing nerds at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, like and review us on iTunes, wherever you get your damn podcast from, uh, and then share us with your friends. Uh, especially your Game of Thrones friends. Your Game of Thrones fa- um, friends. Uh, do not share us with your friends that hate Game of Thrones or don't want it spoiled for them. Or send it to the ones who hate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we will convert them. We'll convert them. Yes, because we're side. pretty good at that. So speaking of uh, sharing and letting us know what you think, um, we've got a, a comment from uh, Sarah Alfred. Okay. Who uh, who had some some insightful stuff to say that she was agreeing with something that you were saying in last week's breakdown. Nice. Uh, she says, John will not die. He was brought back to life. He is the perfect mashup of Targaryen destiny with Stark honor, which I liked. That's great. Very, very much. Uh, and then she also said that your analysis of Danny is spot on. She is not fit for the throne. You worded that last bit very politely, Sarah. I think <laughs> how I would have said it is that Danny is a bitch and that she should get fucking killed by maybe her own dragon. I don't know. Oh, I, I just think she's got to go. I, she's got to go. Yeah. She is not fit for the throne. Uh, John, like another thing, and I, I, I forgot to bring this up before. Uh, the only person that isn't playing the game for the throne is the one that's most suited yeah, for it. Yeah, and that's why I think Sarah, your comment about uh, Targaryen destiny and Stark honor is awesome. That, yes, that, that was oh, really well perfectly said. Perfectly sums it up. Um, yeah. So, so there you go. So, thanks for commenting, Sarah, and thanks for listening. Yes, uh, you rock, and hope you liked this episode. Hopefully, hopefully. If you didn't, then that's fine. We've got the big one next week. So you only got to yeah. wait six more days and four more for Endgame. This is going to be a good weekend, but a tough weekend. A tough one. You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will talk to you next week. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Dun, 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 dun.